Welcome in on a Monday. Mike Steely without Parker today. He's going to be in uh, for Locked In with Tyler and the rush today. Teddy is out uh, for a couple days, so Tyler's going to be working uh, with Parker uh, a little bit later on. That means we have the one, the only Connor Pasby with me until 2 o'clock. Steely and uh, Pasby. Steelman and Pasby at noon. I like it. And I, lo- it I love the sound of that. It works. It's not looking good for the Oklahoma softball team right now. They are down at 5-1 to one, UCLA. Two-run homer in the first, three-run homer for the Bruins moments ago. Jordy Ball is in the game. Nicole May got rocked by UCLA in this matchup. And uh, we might be looking if the Sooners don't rally. And look, Oklahoma's got the best offensive lineup in college uh, baseball or in college softball, obviously. And the Sooners very well could do that. But again, the pressure is on Oklahoma a little bit in this game. Top of the third inning at Hall of Fame Stadium. Jordy Ball is in. Nicole May is out. But the Sooners are trailing UCLA 5-1 to one in this matchup. So, wow, Oklahoma's season, uh, unless they rally in this game, is going to be on the line in an elimination game later today, probably around 2 o'clock. So, again, plenty of time for Oklahoma to erupt. We've seen the Sooner bats come alive, and they very well could come back and win this. But, man, uh, they've got, got work to be done. They're going to gonna, they're gonna have to do something that they're not used to doing is coming back into the game after being down right now, down four runs. So, man, they're going to have to go on a rally for maybe the first time this year. It's been a few times that OU started out down. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Nicole May, I, I was a little bit surprised that Nicole May got the start today. Hope Troutwine obviously has been uh, pitching pretty well. Obviously, the Sooners' uh, bats helped her out quite a bit, but I was a little bit surprised to see Nicole May get the start. Yeah, you know, Patty was thinking maybe if we need a second game or maybe, uh, you know, you win that game with Nicole May, then you've got a very well-rested uh, Hope Troutwine. I mean, it's it's softball. It's much different, obviously, than baseball. But uh, obviously that decision has not worked out in this game thus far, and Jordy Ball is in the game right now for Oklahoma. I don't know that Jordy Ball has her best stuff because of what she's been going through physically. Uh, but I do think her competitive uh, fire, you know, maybe is what Oklahoma needs right now. Obviously, uh, this is uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, road back in this game for Oklahoma. Maybe they can come back and win this one. If they don't, they'll turn around and play an elimination game. One game with the winner advancing to the Women's College World Series Championship matchup on Wednesday at 730. Uh, we've got the Cowboys in Texas tonight, 6 o'clock. That obviously will be on ESPN as well, or the Cowgirls. And uh, I'm telling you, man, it is uh, Kelly Maxwell has been unbelievable for Oklahoma State. What she had 14 strikeouts uh, the game against with Arizona the other night, but man, she's been just terrific this whole tournament, and she's been a hard girl to hit for opposing teams. And I wouldn't be surprised if she does that again tonight against Texas. Kind of, the Texas kind of struggle with their hitting this whole college world series so we'll see what happens tonight yeah they've had uh, everybody's had a, a kelly maxwell problem recently she's been great she's a really good pitcher but she has been the best pitcher in the women's college world series so far so oklahoma state in texas tonight at six o'clock we have the sooners and florida uh just getting underway in gainesville winner take all in that regional the winner would move on to blacksburg virginia to meet virginia tech in the super regional best of three uh, next weekend oklahoma again Losing 7-2 last night, winning on Saturday night. Uh, And again, now we're down to a one-game 
with the winner moving on to the Supers with a win in Gainesville as that game is just getting underway. Oklahoma State and Arkansas tonight. How about that regional in Stillwater? I mean, that was like arena baseball. It was crazy. I mean, look, great job by the Cowboys. You're down 12 to nothing, you know, after three innings. Uh, and you come back and you beat Missouri State. You win that game 29-15. to Most runs combined in NCAA tournament history, 44 between uh, the Cowboys and Missouri State. Then Arkansas last night, you went in 10 innings. Uh, I mean, it, it's the craziest regional I've ever seen. And uh, was it 100 runs in three games yeah, in that Yeah, another regional? record, yeah. I mean, Pretty impressive by OSU to put up that many runs and without any help from their – Pitching staff, so we'll see if they can continue can continue that on for another game against Arkansas. But maybe we'll see some pitching in this matchup tonight. I doubt it. You you would think both staffs would be worn out a little bit, but wouldn't it be interesting if you had like a three two game? You know, tonight just a pitcher's at six duel. O'clock. Pitchers duel through nine. I I would be shocked if that happened. I think there's a good chance both teams scored double digit runs again in this matchup tonight. But that's been a crazy regional and Oklahoma State again as poorly as they played early in the regional and then to come back. And then you're down 12 to nothing to Missouri State after three innings. And look, it's college baseball. But still, to come back and win that game 29-15, to very impressive. All right, uh, so we are in the top of the third inning at Hall of Fame Stadium. The Sooner women in some trouble. Trouble of Bruin, UCLA. The Bruins lead 5-1, to one, a two-run homer in the first, three-run homer here in the top of the third for UCLA. Uh, Nicole May is out. Jordy Ball is in for the Sooner women again. If Oklahoma cannot rally and win this game, they will have a one-game matchup coming up 30 minutes after the first game, and the winner moves on to the championship series on Wednesday night. So it's going to be really uh, interesting to see how this plays out. All right, so two outs now in the top of the third inning with UCLA on top, 5-1. to one. Uh, NBA Finals, game two last night. I would have been really surprised if the Warriors didn't bounce back, and they did. They won by 19. The third quarter, certainly the key for Golden State last night. 35-14, to 14, they outscored Boston. Uh, Steph Curry had 29. Jordan Poole had 17, including that uh, buzzer beater, the half-court buzzer beater again. Uh, at the end of the third quarter, Golden State makes a lot of those, particularly Steph Curry. Klay Thompson struggled last night, 4 of 19, 1 of 8 from three-point range, just had 11, but again, uh, struggles for Boston were pretty bad as well for Marcus Smart and Al Horford. Combined, they were uh, 1 of 10 and 0 of 3 from three-point range, and both those guys were crucial in game one. Al Horford was tremendous in game one. They combined for four points last night. Jason Tatum had 28. Remember, Jason Tatum struggled with his shot in the opening game, but uh, came back and played well last night, made six of nine from three. But again, much better job defensively on uh, Marcus Smart and certainly on Al Horford in game two. And Draymond didn't take a bunch of shots. They they uh, they were baiting Draymond into taking a bunch of shots in game one, and he did. He took a bunch less last night. And, again, Golden State evens the series at one apiece, winning 107-88 the final. Game three coming up in Boston on Wednesday night. And the, uh, the NBA draft only 17 days away. Getting closer, getting closer. Might the Thunder make a deal? We'll see. Either Chet, we're thinking Chet, or – Banchero. I think that's my two options. We'll 
see what they do. What it matters, what Orlando decides to do with the first pick. It looks like the magic, uh, and, and again, a lot of this stuff before the draft, you got to understand there's some games being played, there's some poker being played, I get that, but it really looks like Orlando's leaning pretty heavily towards Jabari Smith. And then you got to think, who do you like? Do you like Chet Holmgren, maybe a little bit higher ceiling than uh, Paulo Bancaro, but Bancaro, again, looks more NBA-ready right now. I really don't think you can go wrong with either pick. I'm interested to see what Oklahoma City does Again, after that, um, you know, with uh, their next pick in the lottery, uh, which is the 12th pick. So, yeah, might they move up? Could they package, you know, the 30th pick? Maybe one of their future first-round picks and go up and get a Ben Matherin or somebody like that. With Sam, you know? with Sam Presti, I would not be surprised if you pull something with that. But, man, if you get Chet, that's a, that's a lot of size in your starting lineup for the Thunder, which they already, they already have size with Giddy and – you throw Poku in there if he's ready to start, but man, that's a lot of a lot of tall guys in that lineup for OKC. Yeah, there are rumors out there, even that uh, you know people are thinking that Oklahoma City maybe um, Portland was there was a word out there that Portland may be interested in Lou Dortz, and Portland I think has the seventh selection. Uh, maybe Oklahoma City would trade their twelve and Lou Dort. I don't know that that's going to happen. I would be surprised if that happened. Lou Dort is still on a really good deal uh, with Oklahoma City. He's a lockdown defender. He's got to be a better shooter. He's still not as good a shooter as you need him to be, but still on that contract. We'll see if Oklahoma City, you know, bumps him up this summer uh, or if they wait and push that back. It'll be interesting if maybe if they would trade in the other direction. I don't think they're they're going to mess with that second pick, though. I would be totally shocked if that happened. Yeah, that's too many. You already have the – amount of draft picks you want so keep that 12 spot and there's a lot of there's a handful of good guys in the NBA draft to go at and turn this thing around in OKC so I'm excited for it, it should be a good day good uh, NBA draft I know all the Okies are ready for it yes uh, June 23rd in uh, Brooklyn I believe right uh, for the draft or was the I'm trying to think if uh, the uh, the lottery was in Brooklyn and one in Chicago. Maybe I haven't flip-flopped. But again, it's 17 days away, June 23rd on a Thursday. All right, the Sooner women batting now in the bottom of the third. It's 5-1 to one UCLA. And uh, we'll see if the Sooners can get something started here with Riley Boone at the plate trying to start a rally for Oklahoma against UCLA. Again, Bruins 5, Sooners 1 in the bottom of the third inning. If this score holds and UCLA was able to win this game, remember they've got to beat the Sooners twice to get to the championship series on Wednesday, Oklahoma just needs one win. So we'll see what happens and uh, see if the Sooners can rally and uh, put away UCLA and not have to play the later game uh, if needed. But uh, th- there's work to do right now. All right, Tim Lasher and Lasher Home Comfort Systems sponsoring our first hour here on uh, the program. Parker, again, is going to be on uh, with Tyler today. Teddy's out today and for the next couple days. So Tyler's going to be working that shift with Tyler. Um, and I'm sure talking a lot of OU football, which we're going to talk about as well. But what I'll tell you about last year, Home Comfort System sponsoring our first hour, ladies and gentlemen. 
405-579-3113. If you need them to do some work on your AC, now's the time to get it done. They'll do a great job for you. They've worked uh, with us at Chase Stadium a few times doing some work for us. Tim Lasher, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. You need uh, any in heating and air needs uh, You know, taken care of, they'll get it done for you. They've been in the Oklahoma City area now servicing uh, folks and uh, helping them out with their heating and air conditioning uh, situations. And again, They've been around for 15 years now with a great reputation, 405-579-3113. All right, we're going to break right here, come back, and we will talk about Champ U Barbecue. News from Champ U. We will have that coming up next right here. It is the Monday edition of Steel Man and Thune, Connor Pasby in for Parker, and we're coming right back here on The Ref. All right, we are back. Sooners fail to score in their half of the third inning, so it's UCLA leading uh, Oklahoma 5-1 to one at Hall of Fame Stadium right now. Uh, Sooner women again. Uh, Nicole May started today. It was a, you know, right off the bat, UCLA with a two-run homer and uh, by Wiz, and, you know, the Sooners were down, then they came back. Oklahoma did. Got a home run from Jada Coleman in their half of the first inning, but again, uh, UCLA just added a three-run shot. Uh, in the top of the third, and after three innings over at Hall of Fame Stadium, UCLA leads Oklahoma by a score of 5-1. to one. The Bruins must beat OU twice to reach the championship series. Sooner women just need one win. And, uh, you know, we've talked about can you beat Oklahoma twice? Is there a team that can beat Oklahoma twice? We've seen Texas do it once. We saw Oklahoma State do it once. Uh, you know, Dulcini had a great uh, outing in the mound for Texas in that uh, third game of the series in Austin. Uh, Kelly Maxwell, obviously, against Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. And now uh, it's been more about UCLA's bats today. And you could question whether or not, you know, Patty Gasso starting Nicole May was the right move or not. I mean, it's easy, easy to say now, oh, I probably should have gone with Hope Troutwine. But I don't know. I didn't have a great feeling about Nicole May being out there. Well, especially since she hasn't, she hasn't had any experience in this Women's College World Series. That's been mm-hmm. all hope every single game with Hope Trotwine. I thought if it's not broke, uh, don't fix it. Just keep going with Hope. But Patty went with Nicole May, and there's still a lot of game left for you to get back in this thing. We've seen them. We've seen these bats get extremely hot. So a lot of game. Oh left. yeah, we've seen this thing do. This team do some incredible things. Uh, you know, in tight games. Uh, remember, Jocelyn Allo hit the grand slam against the Cowgirls. So uh, it's still very early right now. All right, you want to hit us up, you can in the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439, 405-651-3439. Was there any reason Nicholas wasn't in the lineup yesterday? And we were talking about that a little bit earlier in the conference room, and I guess just pitching matchup, do you think that's what it was? I guess. I mean, yeah, Florida went with the lefty, so yeah. Skip wanted to – have a lot of righties yeah. in that lineup, but man, we haven't really seen much. Muniz, uh, second baseman for OU, he's played a handful of times this season, but I was I was kind of surprised seeing Nicholas not in the lineup. Same with uh, Max Mag- or Max McGuire, the he came in and uh, DH'd. We really haven't seen much of Max lately either, so Skip decided to change it up a little bit last night. Yeah, by the way, in Gainesville, they're underway. The Sooners in Florida, the uh, Gators have a runner on first with two outs, no score. 
uh, in that matchup. The winner again going on to play in Blacksburg against Virginia Tech in the Super Regional. All right, uh, from the 918 with Quinn Snyder leaving Utah, I think the Thunder need to do everything they can to try and get Donovan Mitchell. You know, I, I, I like Spider Mitchell a lot, but, you know, he's still making pretty good money. And I, I think you, you know, you, you go through this draft and see what happens. And who knows, Sam Presti, maybe they make a deal, you know. Maybe and they make another there's deal. There's still a lot of, there's what, three years left on his deal, yeah. Mitchell's contract. So um, I don't really know if the Thunder want to do that right now, especially with the NBA draft. Well, they up. do have a bunch of salary, you know. Uh, they're, they're in a great cap situation. They've got a lot of extra money out there. It depends on, you know, uh, still I think Oklahoma City is in um, – I, I don't know if it's it's going to be tank mode, obviously, this year, complete tank mode. But I tell you what, the kid next year in the 23 draft, Victor Wambanyama, He's the good. kid from uh, France, the 7-3 Frenchman with guard skills and a great shot blocker. That's, that's the, everything you can ask for He right there. is the most talked about prospect coming in to the NBA draft since LeBron James. I mean, 7-3, you don't see that any day and play like a guard like he does. I mean, he has the whole package, and, man, he looks ready for the NBA right now. Victor Wimbanyama. Victor Wimbanyama, remember that name, Wimbanyama. He is, like I said, he's the best prospect that's coming into the draft. And if he was in this year's draft, he would be the number one pick. No doubt about it. Uh, So, again, you may see a a little bit of tanking next year. It's just going to be interesting to see how Oklahoma City plays their cards in this draft coming up on the 23rd. I don't think they'll move from the two pick. I mean, unless they got some unbelievable deal. Uh, you'll see them pick second, and it'll probably be Chet Holmgren would be my guess. Uh, I don't. I don't think you mess around. You got to stay in that two spot. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm ready for this to be. I'm ready for the tanking to be. How elated done, were Thunder fans to get some good luck from the the hoop gods for once, and actually to move up like they did and get that second pick. Please, just no more tanking. It's time. To, it's time to go. Yeah. It's time to go. All right, uh, Champion Barbecue over the weekend. Uh, Brent Venables, they had uh, all the you know the camps last week, and this weekend was huge. Uh, Champion Barbecue played out in Norman, and the Sooners got their first commitment from Champion Barbecue. Keon Brown, the wide receiver out of Tallahassee, Florida, 6'3", 185 pounds, four-star kid. You know, I like the fact that, and look, with Cole Adams maybe and maybe Dylan Edwards, who's more of a running back but can kind of play, you know, that slot position. Um, The Sooners, though, with their wide receivers, man, they're going bigger. We saw that with Jaden Gibson last year in last year's class. Uh, Anderson's bigger, too. And Keon Brown, again, 6'3", 185, four-star out of Tallahassee, uh, Florida is the fifth commit for the Sooners and the first from Champion Barbecue. Fifth overall commit for 2023. Of course, they have Jackson Arnold, the quarterback from Denton Geyer, Caleb Spencer, the uh, safety out of the state of Virginia, Eric McCarty, the kid uh, from McAllister, the athlete that can play uh, probably somewhere in the defensive backfield would be my guess. Joshua Bates, the offensive lineman out of Colorado. Um, Anthony Hill, five-star linebacker out of Denton, Texas. Oklahoma, A&M, Alabama, SC, and Texas. Five-star kid. 
tweeted out that he had a great time at OU. You always want to see that. When you don't see it, you know, some kids are different than others. Some people, some of those kids, where you at, Sooner fans, you know, they want the love. They want a few extra followers. They're looking for the uh, retweets and the likes. I get it. I didn't see one from Richard Young. I know that Richard Young, the running back from the state of Florida, who a lot of people think will eventually end up at Alabama, uh, did visit over the weekend. Uh, depending on which service you look at, most people, a lot of people think he's the number one running back in the 2023 class who will probably wind up at Alabama. Parker's talked about this a lot, that he believes that uh, Richard Young, again, um, you know, it's great that Oklahoma gets a visit, but it still feels like that's a little bit of a long shot. Uh, I didn't see anything from Richard Young. I did see that he tweeted before he got to Norman, you know, going to be in Norman tomorrow. But I didn't see the Richard Young Unless I missed it today, maybe I need to go look again. But well, maybe he hadn't got on social media yet, still enjoying his time in Norman. But man, that's a special event—the Champion Barbecue for these athletes and trying to get them to come to Norman. I'm sure all these recruits love their time in Norman because that's a special event for all these guys, and that can change their recruiting pitch like by a landslide. Because that's get them to come to Norman. You saw that with. Kayon Brown, I mean, 6'3", 205, big, lengthy receiver. Oh, you've got him heavier than I do. He's probably put on some weight. From I think I... his bio says 205, so that's, okay. what, that's what I'm going with. I for... saw 185. 205 works with a 6'3 frame. You know, that works. And, again, he's a four-star kid, so it's going to be interesting. I just checked Richard Young's uh, Twitter account. Didn't see anything uh, retweeted from him. Did see that he tweeted again before he got to Norman. But nothing afterwards. But Anthony Hill appeared to be pretty fired up. Jacoby Johnson also, uh, the kid from Mustang, appeared to be pretty fired up as well. All right, nothing for UCLA in the top of the fourth. So Sooners coming to the plate and the meat of the lineup coming up. Uh, This is a big opportunity for Oklahoma right here. Again, UCLA 5, Oklahoma 1. And uh, we are entering the bottom of the fourth inning. Jordy Ball into the game now for Oklahoma. Somebody on the text line, man, it's good to see Jordy Ball back. They miss her. Think about this, though. Let's say, and look, I don't want to be doomsday Danny here or whatever, but let's say just hypothetical Oklahoma, you know, they go to this next game, which will be an elimination game if they don't rally in this game. And let's say UCLA wins. Or... You know, if Oklahoma doesn't win. This has been a World Series or bust season, period. Right? Been like that all year. Yeah, it has. But, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if if this game does go to if necessary. Because you just gave Jordy Ball a lot of innings. So, do you stick with her for that next game? Or do you give it to Hope, who's been waiting for this game? You know, I'd probably go Hope Troutwine would be what I would do. But Patty Gasso's the queen. Um, And, again – Nicole May just didn't have, you know, she was leaving a lot of stuff out of the, out over the plate. Uh, Two-run homer early for UCLA, three-run homer top of the third inning, and that's the predicament that Oklahoma's in. The Sooners have a solo shot from Jada Coleman in the first inning, but it's 5-1 to one UCLA moving to the bottom of the fourth inning. But if they don't win, uh, you know, they didn't win the Big 12 tournament. They did win the regular season, obviously. But if you don't win the Big 12 tournament and you don't win the Women's College World Series or if you don't get to the final – with this team, and look, you can talk about Jordy Ball's injury and that hampering this team towards uh, the end of the season. There's no doubt it, it did, particularly in the Big 12 tournament. Uh, but still, 
Man, you, you hate to say colossal disappointment. If that happens, and again, this is the Oklahoma women, you know, they're just as likely to come back and win this game somehow, some way. But they the pressure is They could definitely man. do it with this lineup. But, I mean, yeah, the special season we've seen all year long, you want to cap that off with the World Series championship. I mean, a little icing on the cake right there, but there's plenty of game left. And pretty confident that Sewers can come back and make this a game. If not, I feel good about them in the if necessary game, if we do see that. Yeah, but, uh, man, you talk about pressure, though. All of a sudden, it's a, it's a lot different when it's in the regular season or even in the Big 12 tournament because they have been thinking, and that's where Patty Gasso's program is stature-wise, it's everything leads to Hall of Fame Stadium. Everything leads to Oklahoma winning the Women's College World Series. That's the standard that she set. And this team, you know, thought by many to be her best team ever. And, again, there's a lot of softball left. you got Jocelyn Allo leading off uh, the inning, and then you got Tiara Jennings coming up, obviously, next. So this is a big inning for Oklahoma. So, again, I'm not pronouncing – I'm not giving the OU softball team an early funeral here. They still have plenty of life left. But, man, you go to an elimination game right after this one, 35 minutes, you got to process what just happened. And then all of a sudden, your season's on the line. And then maybe give UCLA some momentum going to that next game. They're going to be, you know, jacked up and ready to play the next game. So that's why I love taking care of business right now, so you don't give that team some extra grit and extra momentum for if necessary game. Well, you got 12 outs to get this done, and uh, leading off with the best player in women's college softball is a good start with Jocelyn Allo. Uh, facing the Bruins to lead off the inning. And that that one, if that's foul or fair, is I think it was foul. Man, she nearly had one down the left field line for a solo shot. All right, we got a break right here. Thank you to Tim Lasher, his great company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Family-owned and operated. They've been servicing the greater OKC area for 15 years now. Give them a call at 405 405- 579-3113. That's 405-579-3113. Connor, you and I might be making history right now with the least listened to radio show in the history of radio in this market because you've got Oklahoma baseball happening right now and you have Oklahoma softball happening right now. No no big deal. you got two diamond sports going on during radio time. No big deal. So you guys hand up and uh, let us know you're out there at least on the text line. All right, 405-651-3439 on the uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. You could call us up if you want, 405-329-9000 on the Riverwind Casino call-in line. Lead-off single. For Jocelyn Allo, the Sooners might have something brewing here against the Bruins in the bottom of the fourth. We'll be right back. Oklahoma making UCLA work for this. The Sooners get a two-run shot from shortstop Grace Lyons after Jocelyn Allo's leadoff single. And now they have Elisa Brito on first with one outs. And UCLA's pitcher is... Looking a little shaky right now. The Sooner women again. Grace Lyons, two-run homer to draw Oklahoma back within 5-3. to three. Bottom of the fourth inning, one out. Sooners have one on. Elisa Brito at first base with one out. So, there you go. Like I said, you know, you the Oklahoma um, women again, you're down 5-1. to one And UCLA, everything's going their way. But this team is uh, very resilient. Feels like every time we go to break, something good happens. Same thing with Josh. Let's just go to break again. You want to? (laughs) Same thing with Josh earlier. (laughs) Allo hits a home run right when we go to break. But 
Man, yeah, ch- chipping away at this lead. Yeah, you got Kenji Hansen at the plate right now. We are also following uh, the progress of the uh, Oklahoma uh, Florida baseball matchup as well. And that is scoreless. Wow, they're already through uh, two innings. Yeah, been very quick. Yeah, a lot of quick pitches for both teams so far. So, yeah, game's moving pretty quick. Yeah, it is. Uh, scoreless. Each team has one hit through two innings. And again, if the Sooners win. Today, this is winner moves on to the Supers uh, today in Gainesville for the Gators in Oklahoma. Uh, the winner will go to Blacksburg, Virginia to take on uh, Georgia Tech. Looks like Kenzie Hansen's going to fly out to right. Two outs now for the OU women in that matchup at the UCLA in the bottom of the fourth inning. Okay, so yeah, Champion Barbecue, uh, the commitment, Keon Brown, the wide receiver. I do like uh, the fact, again, that Oklahoma's bringing in bigger receivers. You know, yeah, it's been like that the whole the whole off season, and continue it on with the Champion Barbecue commit. Yeah, a lot of big bodies who go up and get the ball. You know, it's like some of the uh, the receivers in last year's class. You had uh, you know Nick Anderson, and particularly Jaden Gibson, who had uh, the long touchdown catch from uh, Micah Bowens in the spring game. Uh, looked pretty good, but again, that gives Oklahoma five commitments for twenty twenty three. Jackson Arnold, the quarterback from Denton Geyer, Caleb Spencer. The uh, safety out of the state of Virginia, McAllister athlete Eric McCarty, and Joshua Bates, the O-lineman from Durango, Colorado. Now, if the Sooners, again, if you could uh, somehow, I don't know, a lot of people think that um, Anthony Hill would maybe end up at A&M. Um, we'll see. But he seemed to be very impressed with his visit to OU. No doubt about it. So. And f- five-star linebacker, yep. he said. So, man, he wouldn't mind getting that to Norman. No, absolutely not. All right, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. That is 405-651-3439. Let's go to the Air Comfort Solutions text line right now. Uh, there is a pop-up to second, and the Sooner women are done, but at least uh, they put two runs on the board. It's 5-3 UCLA after four. So Oklahoma's still right there. Here, just driving back, actually sitting in traffic from Dallas after taking our 12-and-under Edmund Royals down south to dominate Texas. Keep killing it on the radio. Well, thank you. Best of luck to the squad down there in Dallas. You played uh, – how many games did you play? Because you went and played at, uh, at SNU collegiately, right? Yep, and I spent two years at NFC Tonkawa before that. Okay. Played a little Juco baseball where, before. Now, where, where did you go to high school? Uh, Chisholm. It's in Enid, Oklahoma. Small 2A, 3A. Really? Hmm. Is that what Pro- probably haven't heard of it. Is that Enid, the, Enid gets all the attention that we're kind of the smaller school. Did that, you guys have a Dairy Queen, or what did you have? What was your restaurant of choice in Chisholm? Man, we had, well, we're technically in Enid, so we have a lot of restaurants. I mean, I can never go wrong with Chili's. I'm a, I'm kind of a big Arby's guy. Arby's is slept on, Steely. Oh, really? Very slept on. I love me some Arby's. Beef and cheddar guy or what? Beef and cheddar. And oh, I can never go wrong with the curly fries. There you go. Cap it off with the curly fries. We know that Connor Pasby loves Arby's, ladies and gentlemen. So that is your fast food uh, pick. Number one pick in the that's, draft. That's number one pick. Go to Arby's. I would probably go Chick-fil-A one. Even though I don't go to Chick-fil-A a lot because it's kind of out of the way for me, and even though their drive-through service is great, 
and you can pick it up. They've got a great system. So, I, you know, McDonald's is so close to me that I spend a lot of time there, especially for breakfast. And cheap. You can never go wrong with some cheap Oh, McDonald's. I'm a cheap. I'm a very cheap date. There is no doubt about it. So, um, Enid's a good town, though. I remember my first trip to Enid was when uh, Ron Lancaster was the, the football coach at the time, and they had a guy that was pretty good by the name of Lydell Carr playing on their squad. Yeah, I remember that name. And yep. Lydell ended up being a great uh, fullback at the University of Oklahoma, really good football player. No doubt. But Enid's always been a really good sports town. And home of uh, Mark Price, Brent mm. Price. Oh, yeah, yep. absolutely. Dude, I am telling you, I can remember, in fact, we broadcast uh, the game here on this station used to be way back in the day when I first started. Again, I'm ancient, man. I'm, you know, basically I'm almost fossilized. I'm getting that old. But it was KNOR back in the day, and we were broadcasting Norman games and I remember that I think it was Enid was playing Dell City uh, at SNU by the way in their gym it used to be BNC back in the day Bethany Nazarene College. yeah right yep and I'm telling you the Mark Price Enid team came to town to play I think it was Dell City in the playoffs because they we were packing up equipment and they were getting ready to play and we thought man when we pack this up we got to watch Mark Mark Price play for a half at least and I think the whole town showed up that's the main event going to watch those two play. That's some that's some it really was, good players coming in. Traveling road show and Mark Price was special. His dad, of course, ties back to Norman High School. Denny Price, good player back in his day. Brent ends up being a great player also. But uh, that Mark Price, and then I remember when Mark Price came back, and remember he went to play for Bobby Crimmins at Georgia Tech, and he really, you know, Georgia Tech became a power. Uh, during that time when Mark Price was there. And you can remember the team that had John Spider Sally and Bruce Dalrymple and Tom Hammonds and Dwayne Farrell. They had a long run of ACC Rookies of the Year. And they were hanging with MJ and that NC State team that won in 83, the Carolina team that won in 82, Ralph Sampson, Virginia teams, the Adrian Branch, Lynn Bias, Maryland teams. It was a great period for ACC basketball and Mark Price was right there as good as those guys well not MJ but I mean and Mark Price had a great NBA career great NBA career I also think people forget uh if you've seen Glory Road and the story with Texas Western Don Haskins is from Enid Mm -hmm. and he has his own basketball court in Enid a little outside park but yeah people forget that the bear Don Haskins yes that as you said that Texas Western team that beat the uh, all-white Adolph Rupp team uh, and you think about, uh, he played, Don Haskins played at Oklahoma A&M, right, for Mr. Iba. He did. Yes, he back did. Back in the day. So uh, the Bear was a legend, Don Haskins in El Paso, and uh, coached a lot of great players there. He was there. Uh, the Bear was right there, I think, when Tim Hardaway. I think that Tim Hardaway played for the Bear at least a year or two. I'd have to look back. Could but, be right. But yeah. I, I'm thinking that he was still there at that time. But, yeah, he was – he was legendary in El Paso. But, yeah, Enid's a great sports town. They've always had, like, uh, didn't Chad McKee do sports radio there for years? He did, yeah. He's uh, he's from Enid. He, uh, I think he lived in Enid for quite, quite a long time. But. I remember hearing him for the first time, and I was driving around that part of the state. I think I was going to play golf somewhere, and I'm like, man, this guy's good. Really good, yeah. He's really he's good. good. And not that I was thinking, what's he doing in Enid? But I was kind of thinking, what's he doing in Enid? 
And uh, but and he's I think he's excellent on play by play, whatever he does. Solid pro, really, really, really good at his job. We got a bunch of man like like I said, T Row and Plank are both doing games right now, and they're as good as it gets. Really good at what they do. All right, we're going to break right here, ladies and gentlemen. We're still watching the Bruins in Oklahoma. UCLA has to beat Oklahoma twice today. The Sooners fell behind early two zip. They got a Jada Coleman home run. They answer UCLA in the bottom of the first to make it two to one. Bruins came back, top of the third, three run homer. The Sooners just came back with a two run shot in the bottom of the fourth by Grace Lyons, and that's where we stand right now. UCLA five, Oklahoma three. If UCLA can upset Oklahoma, hang on and win this game. The teams would turn around in about another half hour right after this game and play uh, a one game to the Women's College World Series final matchup coming up, and that would probably be around 2.15 would be my guess, depending on the length of this game. All right, we're going to break right here. Good to have you with us on a Monday. We're calling it the least listened listened to radio show of all time in this area. With OU baseball on right now, I know you softball, but if you're with us, let us know on the text line. Just say, I'm here. That's all you have to say. I, I bet my mom's listening. Old town, baby. Hey, mom, what's up? How you doing? And she's probably, I know she's, no, she's probably watching softball, actually. All right, we got a break right here. Mike Steely, Connor Pasby with you on a Monday. We're coming right back. Okay, welcome back. Mike Steely along with Connor Pasby on this Monday. Parker is going to be on with Tyler McComas at 2 o'clock today. Teddy's out for a few days this week, so we're switching things up a little bit. Here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, good to have you with us. want to tell you about Riverwind Casino. Love the folks over at Riverwind. They've always got great promotions, and they've always got uh, you know great ways for you to win with these promotions, and they also – do a great job entertaining people as well. Beats and Bites is back for 2022. It's their uh, really fun, cool, let's get outdoors concert series presented by Riverwind and Coupe Works. Shay and I, my wife, we went out with some friends and her brother um, and uh, his wife and caught Starship with Night Ranger. And it was a good crowd out there. It was a really fun night. Great food trucks everywhere. Good music. And... Uh, the individual tickets for these shows are only five bucks, so it's a heck of a bargain as well. Can never can never go wrong with that, Mike. No, that's awesome. I'm telling you, it was it was a good time. You know, you can just bring your your uh, lawn chairs out there, and everybody does that, and gets a great seat. It's a cool time. They've got picnic tables out there. It's a really neat event. And the next show up is Everclear with Sister Hazel and Deep Blue. Something that'll be on June 18th. So uh, that's coming up. It'll be uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. So get your tickets now. You can get them online at riverwind.com, or you can get get them, obviously, at the casino right there at the box office uh, right there by the Showplace Theater. So next up, Everclear with Sister Hazel and Deep Blue Something. That will be on June 18th, and then two great shows in July. The Randy Rogers Band on July 9th. They'll have a fireworks show that's going to be spectacular after the Randy Rogers show on July 9th. And then Scotty McCreary, who's red hot, of course, a big song, Damn Straight, right now that everybody seems to like. And he's going to be on the Beats and Bites stage on July 30th. So get your tickets online at riverwind.com. $5 per each individual ticket. That is a heck of a bargain. And next up, again, Everclear, Sister Hazel, and Deep Blue Something on June 18th. Only from Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Okay, uh, Sooners now at the plate, bottom of the fifth inning, 
trailing UCLA 5-3. to Bruins made a pitching change. And uh, by the way, in the Oklahoma-Florida game, the Gators have taken the lead on a solo home run. And uh, Florida leads Oklahoma. We're in the top of the third now, uh, going to the bottom of the third with Florida up one zip in that matchup with the Sooners. So, uh, one out for Oklahoma now in the bottom of the fifth inning playing UCLA. And again, if uh, this score holds, there's plenty of softball to be played. The Sooners have eight outs left. Uh, again, you would play, if UCLA was able to hang on and win, a single game with the winner, winner-take-all going to the uh, Women's College World Series final begin on, beginning on Wednesday night. So, one outs, bottom of the fifth, Janet Johns at the plate for Oklahoma Sooners down 5-3. to three. Listening from Marshall, Texas, Tulsa is listening. Appreciate you checking in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Um, again, I, I think that Jordy Ball – Someone's asking me uh, via Twitter, what do you think Jordy Ball's role is today to pitch as many solid innings as she can in relief? You I, know? I mean, I don't think she expected to come in this no. early, but, yeah, you just want to have some good production, Ooh. some good innings out of her. Nicole May uh, got hit pretty hard today, didn't have her best stuff, and uh, Janet Johns just flies out to left field, looked good coming off the bat, but, uh, again, stays in the ballpark. Five to three UCLA. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I would expect if there is a a game later today that you're probably going to see Hope Troutwine. If you're an Oklahoma State fan out there, man, you're loving this. You think, uh, first of all, I mean, Oklahoma State's got to beat Texas once today. Longhorns have to beat them twice. And that game will start at six o'clock tonight. But uh, the way Kelly Maxwell's been throwing, she's been nearly unhittable. She's been the best pitcher in this Women's College World Series. And let's say we do get that Bedlam final and Oklahoma wins, you know, either comes back to win this game or if they had to win the, um, you know, the one and done game coming up later today if they have to play it. Uh, and Oklahoma State can set down Texas in one game tonight. Big advantage. That's good. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty expensive Don't ticket overlook OU and Oklahoma <laughs> State, man. I know. You know, I mean, look, to me, OU is still the favorite until I see them eliminated. I'm not going to believe that this Oklahoma team can't get it done because they've been getting it done all year long, and I do think they're the best team in this bracket. But right now, they've been in the best team in the country all year long. But Kelly Maxwell has been on fire, too. All right, we've got another hour to go. Keep it here on The Ref.